Well, the college football playoff national championship is tonight, and something doesn't feel right. We're going to talk about it. Our Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey everybody. hey, everybody, welcome back. In. Welcome back into Locked On Bama. What the heck was that, Jimmy? <laughs> I would start over, but I'm not. Hey, everybody, <laughs> welcome back to Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me, Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Oh, I'm uh, I'm just fine. Uh, welcome to National Championship Monday. Yeah, and first of all, thank you for making us your first listen. We appreciate you guys. Also, go check out Locked On College Basketball. I'm supposed to talk about that later on but uh, I'll probably forget. So I'm telling you now, go check out Locked On College Basketball. As my phone rings, even though I said several times, please don't let my phone. But I'm just going to let it's it ring. It's the Locked On College Basketball, guys. Thanking you for the shout out. <laughs> it is weird. I always bring something up and then my phone rings. It is weird. Um, okay. Jimmy, tonight is the national championship as you ghost out of the room. Um, <laughs> it's the Chris Collinsworth slide. So, tonight's championship. And, you know, I said at the beginning, something doesn't feel right. And, look, yes, it could be that TCU is in the game, which feels weird to begin with. I know some people love it. I'm not a huge fan. I I don't feel like TCU is one of the best four teams in the country. I still don't, even though they're there. Um, but that doesn't matter. That's neither here nor there. That's where they are. Um, what doesn't feel right, number one, is Alabama in it. That feels bad. Um, but what doesn't feel right, number two, is the venue. Now, look, this is locked on Bama. We're going to keep this Bama-centric. But, you know, what bothers me um, is college football's uh, slow transformation into NFL. Look, the, the transfer portal equaling free agency, the players getting money. And I'm not bitching about the players getting money. I want everybody to understand that. Um, but it's just starting to feel very NFL-esque. And now we're playing in SoFi Stadium. And I admit, at first, I was very, very excited about this when it was announced. I thought it would be cool. But the more I've learned about this this venue, you know, it's in downtown Los Angeles. There's no tailgating. Um, you know, what what is the point of this? College football is built on passion. It's built on tradition, the foundation of the sport. NFL – College football is about tailgating. It's it's it, it tailgating is ingrained into the fabric. Now the NFL college ball is kind of like the middle class of America. It's it's um underappreciated. It's uh, often uh, gets the you know gets the bad end of the stick. But so you look at NFL. NFL is like either the uber rich billionaires sitting in their skyboxes that they pay $50,000 a game for that have massage chairs or Deshaun Watson massaging them. Um, and <laughs> Or you got the Bills Mafia crowd that they spend most of their day jumping from car roofs onto fold-up tables for some reason, which I appreciate. I'm down with it. But it doesn't exactly scream billionaire, right? So <laughs> uh, my, my point is, so we don't need to be in L.A. We don't 
need to be in LA. SoFi Stadium is the venue for this thing. Um, neither is Santa Clara. I went to the Santa Clara game. I've been to every national championship Alabama's been in since 1992. I humble brag about that all the time. Santa Clara was a dump of a place to go. Not because the venue itself is bad. The, the stadium is fine. It's, fi- it's actually kind of nice. It's a horrible place to play college football. And I think SoFi Stadium is going to prove to be a horrible place to play college football. And here's another bold take of mine. I don't want any part of the Rose Bowl anymore. I went out 92. I mean, not 92, uh, 2009. I um, went out there for the UCLA game in 2000. And I went there for a UCLA. I mean, a UCLA, U2 concert. All of them were fine. And the scenery is gorgeous. But the stadium's dated. Um, it it sort of flares out instead of going in. You don't get I, – I keep hearing on um, – Chris Childers and Rick Newhouse talk about this where the national championship should be every year. No, it shouldn't be anywhere near California. California is not college football. Yes, USC and UCLA are, are great. Make it in the Sugar Bowl or the – I'll even take Jerry's World or um, what's another venue, Jimmy? The, the, I'll take the Orange Bowl even though Miami doesn't blow me away with college football this. Uh, the Mercedes Dome, um, all those, great, even – Scottsdale is even better, much better, frankly. Um, so anyway, my point is this game tonight is going to be played in SoFi Stadium, and I'm just about I'm about California out for college football. It's so funny to me that we play a college football season, we play we play all season long, and in our minds, college football takes place on a Saturday, sometimes in the sunny afternoon, sometimes at night. But it takes place on a Saturday on a on a university campus, on campus, on the campus where the half the team, half the players playing in the game go to school and go to class on that campus. And that's where the, you play the games. And, and colleges are, of course, they're Georgia and TCU, but they're also Bowling Green and, and Toledo and Coastal Carolina and and the SEC schools and Oklahoma and Notre Dame. And then we we play for the national championship. Now it's the, hey, this is what college football is all about. And what do we do? We play it on a Monday night in an NFL stadium. Like it's yet another Monday night football. The reasons they do it, chief among them is Monday night has a built-in football audience. For weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks, America has been watching uh, football on Monday nights uh, from NFL stadiums. So that's a big part of why the game's on a Monday night, uh, because there already is a built-in massive audience for it. But still, it is unsettling for those of us, and I love the NFL. I am a huge NFL fan. love the games this weekend. Really looking forward to Wild Card Weekend next weekend. I, I love it. But I like college football even more. College football is my thing. College football is is the sport for me. And tonight's game won't really feel like a Saturday afternoon in Fort Worth on TCU's campus or a Saturday night in Athens, Georgia. And I'm not saying move the game to the home stadium of the number one seed. I'm just saying, boy, we, we, we are speed fellization of our college football sport and playing on a Monday night in, in the Chargers and Rams stadium. Uh, it really feels like the NFL. 
for instance. Yep, Lucas I muted myself. See, which is based on tradition. He's also muted when we talk about the NFL because he's a college football guy. We have traditions. I mute myself once a show. <laughs> That's like what I just did. Um, people wonder why I don't mute myself often, like outside of show. But, um, you know, here's the thing. I get it. Money is king. And the NFL is a juggernaut of, a, of an organization that makes money on top of money. And um, so maybe college football is like, yeah, let's pattern ourselves after these guys. But again, you take away the soul of the game. It, again, next year we're at, uh, was it NRG Houston. Stadium in Houston? I'm, I'm fine back, with that. Back to an NFL stadium, but at least Houston is Texas and it's sort of-ish. And uh, it's an SEC footprint. You know, because of Texas. And it's A&M. also, it's, I mean, I know it's Texas is certainly Southern, but it's also relatively central. LA's a long way from yeah. Georgia. Well, uh, one, one other thing, because a lot of people may not know this, uh, uh, but uh, this was explained to me, by the way, in terms of like, why is the national championship game in, in LA? Nobody out in California cares about college football. Well, what's happened is each conference, this isn't official, but it works like this. Each conference, the Power Five conference, sort of gets a turn to host the College Football National Championship. Oh, okay, so oh. like, so this is much like 2018 in California. This is sort of a Pac-12, the Pac-12's game. Uh, you know, the Big 12. You know, there'll be a game in the Big 12. Maybe that Houston game might even be in the Big 12 footprint. You know, you can't play it every year in Atlanta. Uh, you know, in the SEC footprint, even though that's where you're going to have the most interest. But, you know, last year it was in Indianapolis. That's the Big Ten. Whenever it's in Miami, that's the ACC. So okay. it, now, now it's, it doesn't work exactly like that. It's not like they got a list. Okay, it's the SEC's turn. It's the ACC's turn. But there is an effort to put the game in the various footprints of the Power Five conferences. And that that's what's going on in terms of how it can be, you know, in – San Jose in, in 2018 and in and in uh and in, in uh LA in 2022. And I'm gonna I'm gonna say that for the thousandth time. I'm sure San I've been to San Jose. I mean I know the way. Uh Santa Clara um is I'm sure is a fantastic place to live. It's a Santa dump Clara. truck. Yeah, yeah, it's a dump truck place to play college football. We were I was on the street. If I'm lying, I'm dying, walking to the game. And people were asking, what's going on? Like they didn't know. It's, it's bizarre. And I was like, are you looking around? I mean, do you see a lot of people in crimson and orange and like not put two and two together? Um, anyway, Jimmy, everybody about LinkedIn as I get another phone call. I am getting phone call on top of phone call here. Today. Probably some guy going, what's this show about? <laughs> Y'all are doing a show. What is what's going on? As a small business owner or hiring manager, you know that success in 2023 all depends on the team members you surround yourself with. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have the skills, values, and experiences to help you achieve your goals. LinkedIn Jobs helps you attract quickly qualified candidates to your jobs with targeting tools. They identify the most qualified candidates on LinkedIn jobs. You can too, and connect with them fast and free. LinkedIn jobs makes it easy to screen and rate applicants based on your job qualifications all on one platform. LinkedIn jobs helps you 
find the qualified candidates you want to talk to and help you find them faster. Post a job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions will apply. All right, Jimmy, one other thing. We, we're, we're sort of going off the rails a little bit today. Not co- completely, but um, I want to talk about some Bama players yeah. uh, that are in the NFL playoffs. And um, first of all, I'm kind of heartbroken for Derrick Henry. Um, I thought he sort of did all he could this year. He got a little banged up. Um, but then, of course, the quarterback situation in Tennessee really affected him, uh, affected the Titans. I mean, they're left with Josh Dobbs, who is brilliant. Um, and I'm sure he was a good college quarterback. But, I mean, I don't know that he, he's got the uh, wherewithal to play in, in the NFL long term. Uh, of course, they tried uh, Malik Willis, who just didn't pan out. <clears throat> I don't, I, and I think he's hurt. So uh, that's that's an issue. And Derrick Henry will not be in the playoffs, and it's a shame. I mean, because Jacksonville will get in. And look, I get it. I'm happy for Jacksonville. Actually, I mean, I, that that crowd was great Saturday night, um, and maybe this is the beginning of a of a good career for Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne. Both played very well. Um, but I just hate it for Derrick Henry because, I mean, you know, he's – a lot of uh, tread's been worn off those tires. I mean, he's a freak of nature, so he's probably got two or three really good years left in him. But uh, Tennessee's got to help him out, man. Maybe they trade up and get a quarterback. Hey, Bryce Young. Um, so that would be wonderful. Tua does make the playoffs. So does Waddle, obviously, and so does um, Raquan Davis, all with the Dolphins. Will Tua play against Buffalo? That remains to be seen. I I certainly hope he does. I think that's the Dolphins' only chance. I mean, they they seriously waddled their way to a nine to six, or excuse me, eleven to six win over the Jets, which was just horrible to watch. Um, it got exciting towards the end just because of the game, but it was a bad watch. Um, who else out there, Alabama football wise, Jimmy, that uh, will be in the playoffs? You're going to be watching. Uh, I think Monday night is uh, interesting with the Dallas Cowboys and uh, Trayvon Diggs, you know, uh, you know, and the Cowboys just simply because that's going to be the most watched game. I think of the weekend is Tampa Bay and, and Dallas with, you know, it's Monday night football, you know, one week from tonight, Monday, first ever wild card game on a Monday night. It's the Monday night audience. It's perhaps Tom Brady's last game, but Tom Brady's playing in it, which guarantees ratings. And it's America's team, um, you know, with with the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, that game stands out to me. Uh, but I'm excited about, you know, all of our guys that will be playing, you know, all weekend long. Um, and and even, uh, even J.K. Scott punting for the Chargers, hopefully for the Chargers' sake. They won't punt much uh, when they play the Jaguars. That's Saturday night. I, I think that that's going to be a fun game uh, and, and really – uh, could be one of the tight games of the weekend, too. Uh, some of the games, like the Bills and Dolphins, there's like an 11-point line, I think, in that game. Um, you know, there's some of the game, you know, 49ers, Seahawks, I think there's a big line in that game. Uh, I, I'm more interested in, you know, what I want to see come playoff time is unbelievable finishes with everything on the line. Uh, and, and that may come in, in se- several games this weekend. And uh, Cowboys, Buccaneers, uh, Chargers, uh, Jaguars, and uh, an under the radar game with a couple of Bammers and uh, Vikings Giants. Uh, you know, it's with uh, Brian Dable, you know, as the coach. But the Vikings, uh, you know, uh, 
that, that game could be, I, I think, might end up being the best one of the weekend, actually. Yeah, that one's going to be fun. Of course, the Eagles, I mean, I'm still, look, some people may not count it, but I do. Jalen Hurts is a Bammer through and through. He's great from Alabama. He, all of his best moments are from playing at Alabama, and I think he still considers himself a Bammer. So um, I'm pulling for Jalen Hurts and obviously uh, Landon Dickerson and Devontae Smith. You know, the, right. So, I mean, the Eagles get a bye, which is wonderful. For them, I'd love to see Devontae and Jalen get to the Super Bowl. I was really – I mean, I was hoping, you know, early in the season when the Dolphins were hot, I mean, a Tua-Jalen Super Bowl would be mind-blowing. That's not going to happen. I mean, I don't think the Dolphins get out of the first I think it'll round. Be, I think Jalen will get there. I'm, I'm going – by the way, that's a good question. I'm, I'm going yeah. Eagle, Eagles-Bills. I would actually – yeah, I could see that. But I'm going to go Eagles-Chiefs. I mean, I'm going to go Chalk. I think that uh, that would be a same. I mean, and and really two such different styled quarterbacks. Um, you know, Mahomes can make any pass, any pass, and he's like daring with it. I mean, he he can run right up to the line, the line of scrimmage, and just sort of flick it underhanded for a touchdown. He's done that several times recently. He can throw it over his head. I mean, he can do all these things. And James, you know, he is what he is. He's a fine passer. He's not a great passer, but he can kill you with his legs. Um, I think that would be a fun game. Um, and, again, my son's a big Eagles fan that's going to Arizona State. So, you know, good Lord willing and the creep don't rise, maybe he could find some money in his way into the Super Bowl. That would be wonderful. Um, anyway, so that's going to be a lot of fun watching the Super Bowl play – I mean, watching the NFL playoffs. But, Jimmy, we're going to take a break. When we come back, I want to dispel the Bama bust myth. Okay. You know, we've already talked a lot of, about Bama guys in the NFL. In the playoffs coming up, you know, you talk about Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith and and Waddle and all those guys. A couple of things just came across the wire, um, and by the wire I mean Twitter, um, that just stood out to me. One guy we didn't talk about this in the playoffs is Marlon Humphrey. Mm-hmm. He didn't allow a touchdown this year. He's the only defensive Seems back that didn't allow a touchdown. Huh? Seems impossible. Seems impossible. Like. Are we sure? Man. I mean, I know that that's out there, and, and it yeah. must be true. It just doesn't seem possible. <clears throat> it doesn't. Then, how about this? Josh Jacobs leads the league in rushing. Derrick Henry is second. That's the first time that's happened since, like, um, it was. I think it was Edron James and maybe Clinton Portis. Correct. Alums from Miami in the league. Yeah. Yeah, our Alabama Pro Updates uh, tweeted that out. And a uh, friend of the show, by the way, listens all the time. Uh, and uh, boy, yeah, follow them. Well, one of the best Twitter, yeah, yeah, Twitter accounts out there. And uh, he informed us of that fact uh, over the weekend. Unbelievable, one and two in rushing in the NFL. And uh, boy, what a good time for Josh Jacobs as he enters free agency. Uh, our, our Raiders buddy uh, tells us uh, he's very likely to be franchise tag, and that's fine. That that because that, that means it's a heck of a payday when you're franchise. Yeah, it's a one year deal, but you, you make a, a whole lot of money in that one year. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing, you know, around 17, 18 million for, for Josh, if, if the Raiders do that. Yeah. And you know, what's great about Josh Jacobs, I don't think he's ever not going to be hungry when you've been homeless, when you've, you know, had to sleep in a car and when you had to fight and claw and scratch your way to get uh big time offers, which um, you're never going to be hungry. I mean, you, I mean, you're never not going to be hungry. You're going to always want, to be better. I think he's got like that, that what you call the fire in the belly. And so I think he, I don't think he's going to be the kind of guy that gets a big payday and then sort of falls off. And I'm, I'm not, 
I don't like calling him out because he's one of my favorite players in Alabama history. But I think Sean Alexander sort of got the payday, and then and then he fell off a little bit. I mean, maybe he just wasn't hungry enough, or maybe maybe uh, the, the league got to him or whatever. But for a while there, Sean Alexander was the man. I remember, you know, that game. Who were they playing? It was Seahawks. can't remember who they played, but he had five touchdowns. Ridiculous. I mean, yeah. in the NFL, you just don't do that very often. I know Joe Mixon did it this year. You just don't do it very, very often at all. Speaking of Sean, um, Sean, of course, is the uh, leading rusher in uh, for an Alabama alum in the league. Derrick Henry will surpass him, I'm sure. May even surpass him. Um, but uh, and then there's Mark Ingram. But how about this? Kenyon Drake moves into fifth this year of all-time Bama alums in terms of rushing yardage in the NFL. That's pretty that's awesome. Hard to that was another one that's kind of hard to believe uh, because Drake doesn't stand out to me as like he's had an incredible career. He's had a good career. He's still playing. That's that's hugely significant. He's had a good career. He's had some good games, but that he would be fifth all-time uh, in Alabama history in NFL rushing yards, uh, that, that stunned me a bit. God, I wish he was still with the Dolphins. I mean, I don't see how the Dolphins let him go when he was the guy who who um, finished off the uh, improbable finish against the Patriots, you know, when they had all those laterals, and and he's the one that ends up beating, uh, yeah. I forget, the Patriots linebacker to the corner, and he and he scores the touchdown. And just on a crazy finish. Um, but, hey, speaking of the Dolphins letting former Alabama alums go uh, – or just not, not former alums, because that would mean you were an alum and now you're not. Now so you're just not. Let me, yeah, that's that's uh, oxygen. Um, so how about letting Minka Fitzpatrick go? Who, by the way, um, I was just watching ESPN coincidentally before this. I was just looking on the site, and um, they had a list of you know who they call MVP, who they say is you know defensive player of the year, yada yada yada. And they said, uh, okay, how about this? The guy who had the best single-game performance, they said it was Minka Fitzpatrick in week one against the Bengals. Wow. And of all the – Joe Mixon, I just mentioned Joe Mixon had five touchdowns in a game. Um, uh, oh, gosh, who's the just, – Justin Jefferson for the Vikings had an incredible day. I can't remember who he that does, was against. He does it every week. He does it every yeah, week. He does, he does do it every week. Um, but, yeah, I just thought that was – Pretty awesome, and um, as a, as again, I'm getting phone calls, and I'm sorry about that. Often, I think that is often What's an hour? <laughs> we we're just hopping. People want fountains today, um, but anyway, I think that's my cue to skidoo. So anyway, the Bama bus thing, y'all can stick it. It's not a Bama bus. We yes. we're doing pretty good with yes. with Waddle and Devontae and Quinn Williams. I mean, just a whole lot of them. So C.J. Mosley had a nice game yesterday for the Jets. I mean, it's just it just goes down the list. And I know, yes, you're right. There have been oh, some Isaiah Bugs Richardson. played really well. Isaiah Bugs played really well last night for Detroit. Hey, Mac Jones played well against the Bills. The, the Patriots are so overmatched by the Bills. He was playing at the Bills, against the Bills after the, the tragedy, yeah. the, the near tragedy, I should say, because he's, he's getting better. But for DeMar Hamlin, but he great. He had three touchdown passes. Yeah. Yeah, Mac, so, I thought Mac was outstanding. All right, that's going to do it for today's podcast. Sorry for the Georgia phone call tonight or TCU. Georgia, Georgia wins. I'm not. I'm not pulling for them, but if they win, I'll be an SEC, SEC, SEC guy. 
I think Georgia wins uh, very similarly to how Alabama beat Kansas State. All right, I'm down with it. All right, buddy. Have a good day, and until next time, roll tide. Roll tide.